1: And today we have a very special guest with us. We have Pastor Kellen Roggenbuck. I almost messed it up there. (laughs) Uh, Kellen, glad to have you with us, man. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, those kinds of things.
2: Yeah, uh, I am a United Methodist pastor. I serve in a church in Jefferson, Wisconsin, and um, yeah, it's... You know, I'm a ukulele enthusiast. I like long walks on the beach. Uh, I'm an Aries in case you're wondering. Um, and uh, yeah, been, uh, been growing a beard since uh, since I could. So, you know, 18, 19 years old. But uh, so I, I, I hit a couple categories that makes me good for this show. Uh, but I'm glad to be here.
1: Yeah, we're certainly glad to have you. Um, <laughs> I, I wish I could have grown a beard at 19. I was like, 24
2: <laughs> i had the before
1: mine came out. i had
0: the chin strap thing i didn't have the i didn't like it i didn't like this like this bug the heck out of me so i did True. the chin strap like the amish chin strap looking
1: thing so that's i that had the good my... doug fields go goatee for a while <laughs>
2: uh- <laughs> no, so cool I, in my senior year of high school i grew like really big mutton chops because i couldn't get anything me on my too. chin yeah um yeah it was not a good look people did not respond well to it
0: the uh track coach bought me a razor for my graduation present uh, (laughs) because i refused to shave and and, you know how that is like as a teenager you you refuse to um play by the rules and like there was nothing he could do with me and i just grew these like huge nasty mutton chops and then when i went to college i just like let that go down uh, and extend out to the handlebar thing. Um, but <laughs> we're glad you have it on your show. Um, if, if we understand you correctly, you have some books that you uh, have put together. And so let's talk about those books.
2: Yeah. So uh, I have two children's books that are beard themed um, about two and a half years ago. Um, I had my first one published uh, and I actually, I should back up my son who uh, just turned four uh, when he was, when he was born and very young uh, we would read these books you know and and if you have if you have a young person that you read to you know it 's like we'd read them a thousand times every night it was the same books, and some of them were just not good and not fun and uh but he would keep wanting to do them so I just thought i wonder I wonder if I could do any better you know like I feel like at this point anyone could do better than some of the stuff um and along the same time my my son was really into like touching and holding my beard and like that was a thing for him so uh we, I put together this book my dad has a beard it's the my first one and uh I thought this is kind of fun I think my son would like it uh and then a friend of mine who is also a publisher saw this and was like man we need to fast track this it's almost uh it's almost father's day we need to get this out there people will love this and uh so we did that and it's kind of been a wild ride since then. Uh, but now I have a second book that that's, uh, called great beards of history that just came out earlier this year.
0: So, um, what great beards of history do you include in your uh, said book?
2: I don't want to give them all away because uh, (laughs) I want you to buy the book, but, uh, (laughs) um, like Abraham Lincoln's in there. Um, uh, well, and so we have some contemporaries too. So it's not just Abraham Lincoln or, um, uh, you know, uh, some of the, the the older people we have, Mr. T makes an appearance in there um, as sort of the inventor of the mohawk beard combination. So he's a historical figure in the book. Um, we actually have a, a bearded woman in there, which I think is pretty cool. Um, that is cool. Uh, that's so like, as many demographics as we could we could check off is in there. So like, you can really identify with this book. My first book was written with myself and my son in mind. So like if you're, if you're a white guy with a, a brunette beard, like I am, you have brown hair, you'd really identify with this book. But uh, the second one has this kind of broad spectrum. Of Fred, uh, uh, Frederick Douglass is in, in there as another historical fig- figure with the beard. Again, I don't want to give them all away. Yeah, right. gonna really enjoy discovering them as you turn, but try to try to have some fun with it.
1: Well, and that that's what I find fascinating is, is I've got three kiddos. And so, uh, yeah, reading children's books for the last uh, 12 years or so has been a regular occurrence in our house. And some of them are just, God, they're rough. <laughs> uh,
2: well, but, it just makes you wonder, like, who who read this and thought, man, I'll bet kids would love to read this. But I guess they're right. right. My son reads them all the time. I just can't do it.
1: Right. Well, and I and I think that's what's beautiful about uh, people like you who are who are sitting down and going, you know what? What if we put something together that's fun for both the parents and the kid? Something we can all identify in. Uh, yeah, because if it's fun for the kid, that's great. But if the parents aren't enjoying reading it, they're not going to sit down and read with their kids because it's just going to be a it's going to feel oh, yeah. like a chore, right? Um, and and especially when you get into, I, I just. You know, if you, we were talking to uh, somebody the other day and they were like, Well, we find that all the time we're changing the words, we're changing things in these books, what that we read all to right. our kids, right? And so for constantly having to work when we're doing it, uh, you know, it's about putting that quality material out that, hey, I, I want to read this. Uh, hopefully other people will.
2: Yeah, well, it's, you try to remember how, how did I shorten this book the last time I read it? So, cause my kids gotten, too smart for his own good because he'll be like, "No, you skipped a part," and I was like, right. ah, come on, man, I just want to get done with this." Right. You know, so, like, he's he's remembering the book from time. So, yeah, that really is a goal is is to keep it to keep it brief and fun for everyone that's involved. Yeah.
1: So, so what's the process like to writing a a children's book? Um, how, how does that go?
2: Yeah that's a great question because um I really only have I've done these these books and 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 one non-beard related book but um each of them has kind of been different and I can only speak to my own experience cuz you know I've only you know, I'm not part of that world for the most part it's it's more of a hobby um, mm-hmm. because I'm a pastor by day and uh but you know as soon as I had the idea um, it all sort of fell together. I do my own illustrations. Um, and so that, that's made it a lot easier. Um, so some of it, it's like, I'm, I'm writing, uh, writing ideas, but then like making illustrations that I think would be funny and then adding text to them. Um, it was, it was a really fun experiment to do the, uh, the beards of history. Cause like, I'm just at this point, like Googling like mm-hmm. famous people with beards and then like what, who are people that I could put in this book that are historically relevant, uh, but also have like a fun fact about them because it's, you know, I try to have, it's like, this is who this person is. They have a beard and here's some wild fact about them. Um, That's uh, it's, you know, it it was a lot more legwork than I thought it would be. Um, But it's, you know, fun to the point. I also get a lot of people being like, is that true? Is that true about this person? It's like, well, you Google it. I'm not, I think so. And this is like, you know, so, the, the very first page, for example, is on Blackbeard. It says, you know, Blackbeard was a, a pirate with a black beard, and he also hated pickles. Like someone said, you know, <laughs> did, did Blackbeard actually hate pickles? And it's like, well, you know, I haven't found any evidence to say that he loved pickles, so yes, I think he hated pickles. Prove me wrong, you know? This is <laughs> a super fun process of, of doing research and stuff like that, but I think I think if you were to do it, the big thing is, is um, start with a good story, a good premise and go from there find a good illustrator and uh, put something together Um, but I sort of fell into publishing it didn't really it wasn't what I was setting out to do Um, yeah it's it's I think for each person it's a little bit different
1: certainly certainly I, I love that idea one of my one of my kids favorite my oldest daughter we got to go see Brad Meltzer who uh, writes big kind of conspiracy theory books, river, uh, adventure books around Washington, and then he uh, he gets to write some comic books for DC, but he also has a line of children's books that he's taken, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln and Gandhi and, and those folks, but told a different story about them, you know, good things, but told the story that we don't always hear. And uh, so I love that idea of taking Blackbeard and being like, I don't, I don't see any evidence that he loved pickles. <laughs> uh, you know, let's tell a different story because we we all know the story of Abraham Lincoln or, you know, at least we assume we do. And so let's let's tell a little bit different one. You know, let's tell another story. I think that's, there's something really fun in that for me. Uh, and I think for other people of, hey, we're going to pick a book up that uh, that is fun and that's going to share another narrative, share another story uh, about somebody that we're maybe or maybe not familiar with. So I take it, my, my certain- Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just
2: saying. Sort of my my dream for this book is that it, it pops up in someone's bibliography for like a research report. Like, <laughs> like so it's writing a research report on Blackbeard, and like just as a fun fact, throws in that he doesn't like pickles. But then, like, sources my book. Yeah, and I think that would be awesome.
1: That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> and, and that probably has happened for some little, some kid that's written a uh, like had to write you know like the school little bibliography things that we have to do when we're in, in school i'm sure someone has found your book in a library or something and used it and and maybe we can get this out there where if someone <laughs> has uh, we'd like to see a picture of it in in your documents so that way uh kellen can feel uh,
1: <laughs> uh like his life has come to a full circle uh yeah you know?
2: that's that's all i want is some sort of validation in that way
1: yeah <laughs> that's all we can ask for right <laughs> all
0: right <laughs> yeah, and 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 so um, we take it then. The probably the next logical step for you as a pastor would be to write the great beards of theology, and you know, I mean, there's a few. Um, uh, you know, Spurgeon yeah, well, comes think- to mind. I mean, there's a few that come to mind that you could have some fun with that too, um, and some circles would appreciate that. Um, you know, not that all would, but
2: yeah, for sure. Well, that's that's the thing is like. Uh, the nice thing about the the Bible is is like, unless it's stated otherwise, I just kind of assume every man in the Bible <laughs> has a right? beard. So uh, I think it, it'd be uh, to, to hit a lot of the uh, stories that I love from the Bible. Um, so that's, that's really a question I get often. is like, what's the next beard book? Um, and so i bounce bouncing through a couple ideas, but I do like that one
1: that'd be fun. Uh, if we, if, if we had a bearded theologian publishing company, we would definitely, jump we would on definitely that. be, we'd be fast tracking that for you. Although, um, although it'd be required that we're either page one or <laughs> <the> last page.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, that would make logical sense. Um, so, you know, these books are out, um, where can we find these books? Like, can, can we find them on Amazon and that's our place or do we have to contact you personally and, You hand draw them for everybody and hand write them for everybody. Is that?
2: I do. It takes forever. It just, you know, my hand has gotten much stronger over all these years copying them down. Uh, But you can find, it's easiest to find them on Amazon. Um, You can also get them at uh, barnesandnoble.com. You know, every once in a while, it's a weird glitch in in Amazon around Father's Day and around Christmas when the sales are really high, they, uh, you know, they, you know, quote unquote run out. Uh, which they don't because it's my publisher prints on demand kind of a thing. But but every once in a while there's sort of a glitch in the system. So if it it ever happens that way with Amazon, you can scroll, you know, run over to uh, barnesandnoble.com and and order it there for the same price. Um, But Amazon's, I think, the easiest.
1: Yeah. Well, and the wonderful thing about when we have – writers and authors and and folks like you on uh to to promote your stuff is is go and go and buy the book one uh or buy both of them or all of them whatever you can get your hands on uh but review them give them five stars and because that that helps get uh the attention of more people it helps get it out there more uh just those five stars and reviews uh and and that's we know we know very well that that's helpful
2: (laughs) yeah for sure and it's so interesting you know um it was almost, I don't know, it was six months ago, we were celebrating that first book's thousandth sale, right? You know, We yeah. sold over a thousand, I think we're up to about 1500 on just that book alone. My dad awesome. has appeared we have like 37 <laughs> reviews, you know, it's like, so there are, there are literally over a thousand people who have gotten this book and not reviewed it. And so like, you know, and if you're listening to this and you got in the book, even if you wanted, you know, give it five stars if it earns five stars in your book but review it because like I want people to know what they're getting into. And if you loved it, tell someone. That's So,
0: super cool. so my new shameless thing has been is if we had somebody that's been on our show and um, I go review their book, I also put a link to our podcast in it <laughs> <laughs> just so people will find us. But then also like, hey, this is actually, you know, they've actually a legitimate good book is that, well, they've been on a podcast and then they, you know, it's the whole other spiral that I know that if we can send them down, we can definitely do. And so, you know, we encourage uh, people to do that is that when, um, you know, like with our podcasts, we encourage people to give us five stars. And, and even if you want to like bash us in our review, please feel <laughs> free to do so. We just want the five stars because that's what matters. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, right? um, Kellen, do you have anything else you want to share with us uh, today?
2: Uh, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure. Um, I'm hoping that uh, me being on here and then, you know, when this goes live and we get to publicize it, we can uh, get some new, you know, bearded folks. That's the crazy thing about writing these books is I've gotten to be kind of a part of the bearded community. Like I've been on a couple other podcasts, a couple other, uh, you know, sort of live shows. Um, you know, now I'm Facebook friends with like world beard competitors, which is bananas. You know, people who have <laughs> nice. beards down to their knees and stuff like, like awesome people. Um, but like, there's this really cool network and, and to, to be involving bearded theologians into that is super exciting. So I thank you guys for the opportunity and, uh, you know have me back often and, and speak fondly of me when I'm not here.
0: <laughs> and, and we just encourage you to, to write more books. And so we can invite you on because you're more than welcome to come back at um, any time. Um, and so uh, you want to give us the name of the books again. So that way we make sure that we have those clearly because Zach and I will butcher them if we try to remember what they were okay. off the top of our heads. So go ahead and, and, and let readers know or listeners know what they're getting and what they're going to go yeah. buy after this.
2: Yep, so my first book is called My Dad Has a Beard, and the second one is called Great Beards of History. Uh, Both of them are available on Amazon or uh, barnesandnoble.com. And uh, if you contact bearded theologians and you want a signed copy, we can see if we can make that happen
0: sweet and we'll make sure that we'll uh, get that out to you um, and we'll even link it uh, in, in our uh, post for this week's podcast and so you'll be able to find that there just in case you're driving and listening you can find it there uh, in the link of our podcast and so kellen we thank you for your time
2: pull over and write it down if you're driving listen, <laughs> look it up right now let's
1: be honest they're not going to pull over they're just going to write it down <laughs> <laughs> please do it safely now.
0: Uh, you know, safely. We want to encourage safety while driving. Uh, you know, because we don't want to find ourselves in a such situ- a crazy situation. Um, so, for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt
1: Franks. I'm Zach Bechtol. Thanks for checking us out.
0: We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.